morning. If you have your Bibles this morning and you would, I'd like to turn to an Old Testament book, the book of Job. And Old Testament book. Children, I'm sorry. Children are dismissed at this time. Sorry. <laughs> well, forget them. Forget sometimes to let them go. Um, book of Job. A journalist by the name of Douglas Freeman. He was a journalist and a historian, and he was writing a book about George Washington. Friedman was one of the proponents of the idea, the theory, that history is largely biographical. It's not so much the story of great events, but rather of great men and women who inspired and caused the events to occur. Of Washington, he wrote these words, The great big thing stamped across that man is character. And by character, I mean integrity, self-discipline, dependability, honesty, and resolve. Now think about that for a moment. Uh, a, a, um, A historical writer, journalist writing about George Washington years after his death and his life. And the one thing stamped across this man is his character. Character is such an important thing. And as we think about the book of Job today, we know that in the very first chapter, there is an exchange that takes place. And uh, and in that, God asked Satan, have you considered my servant Job? And that's a question the Lord asked Satan, and it's a question that I want us to ask today. Have we considered God's servant Job? Have we considered what we can learn from him? Have we considered his character and his life and the things that he can teach us? Job was a man of incredible moral character. And there aren't many people like that in our world today. As Don was talking about the chaos and all of the things that are going on, we tend to think about Job from the perspective of suffering and anguish. And certainly, that's a part of his story. But it's only one part of his story. There are two sides to the life of Job. And I want us to look at that and learn from it today. And so if you're in the book of Job right now, we want to turn to the very first chapter and begin reading in the very first verse. And it says this, There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And that man was blameless, upright, fearing God, and turning away from evil. Now, I don't know about you, but we could stop right there and we could spend a whole lot of time talking about those things. Here's a man who was blameless, he was upright, he feared God, and he turned away from every form of evil. But let's go on. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. His possessions also were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and very many servants. And that man was the greatest 
of all men of the East. We can stop again, right? Man, here's a guy that's blameless. He's upright. He fears the Lord. He turns away from evil. And now it says he's the greatest man in all of the East. What a life this guy must be living. Look at all of his possessions. Look at how large his family is. Everything seems to be going his way. Let's continue. And his sons used to go and hold a feast in the house of, uh, house of each on his day. And they would send and invite the three sisters to eat and drink with them. And it came about when the day of feasting had completed their cycle that Job would send and consecrate them rising up early in the morning and offering burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, Perhaps my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. And Job did continually. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where have you come? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From roaming about on the earth and walking around on it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Now listen, these are the words of the Lord. For there is no one like him on earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. Then Satan answered the Lord, Does Job fear God for nothing? Let's stop right there. Here's the thing that I want us to see today first and foremost. Integrity or character comes when we exercise our faith in times of prosperity. Integrity and or character comes when we exercise our faith in times of prosperity. If we can remain true to God when things are going well. Then we have integrity and we have character. The love of money or prosperity is the root of all kinds of evil, the Scripture tells us. But Job, who was a wealthy man, practiced a deep faith in God and maintained a sterling character, if you would. And the book of Job begins with a summary statement of the life of Job. I want you to think about those words that we read again and think about the description of Job. And this is a guy who had everything. He had ten children and they were blessed and they were succeeding in life and they would get together on each one's day. We take that to mean their birthday and that they would celebrate together and they would eat and drink and have a great party. And after it gone through the cycle, it says, which means after the last one's birthday of the year, then Job would do what? It says he went and worshipped the Lord. And he asked that the Lord would forgive any sins that his children might have committed during the course of that year. Because he was a blameless man and he was upright and he lived in the fear of God. But he had all of these children, the blessings of their life. He was a great man, the greatest in the East. He was well thought of by God. God said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? You think about the life that he's living, but in the midst of that life, Job continued to be faithful to God, to serve God, continued to fear the Lord, and commit himself to his life. 
He was a man that was commended by God for his righteousness, and that frustrated Satan. I want you to think about that a moment. Wouldn't it be wonderful if my life and the way that I live and my character and my integrity was frustrating to Satan? That it caused problems for him. That he, he just couldn't get past the fact that, that I was faithful to God, that I was committed to Him, uh, that I lived uprightly and I was blameless. And all the things that we hear about Job. Wouldn't it be wonderful if my life was frustrating to Satan? Because that's where he finds it. And so he says what in verse 9? Well, does he fear you for no reason? Of course he fears you, he says. And then he begins to, to talk about why Job fears God. But I want you to think about his integrity and his character. I want you to think about the commitment that he had in his life and his faithfulness to the Lord. His spiritual life is described over in John 20, uh, Job 29 verses 3 through 6. It talks about how spiritual he was. And this is in this moment in time in his life. Before all of the events that we recognize as his struggle, as his suffering and his pain and his anguish, these are the events before that. It talks about his spiritual life, his connection to God, his belief in God, his trust in God in, in no matter what was happening. We look in, in 29 verses 7 through 11 and it talks about his public life. And the fact that people respected him, that, that people stood in awe of him and his teachings and his instruction and his wisdom and, and what he encouraged people with in his life. We continue on in verses 11 through 17 of chapter 29. It talks about his generosity. It talks about how he took care of widows and orphans and how he encouraged people and shared with them his faith. It talks about how kind he was to those who were struggling in life. And, and all of these things describing the generosity of his heart. In, in verses 18 through 25 of chapter 29, it talks about his ministry. That those who were blind and those who were lame, he ministered to them. He helped them and encouraged them in their life. That he would reach out to the poor in the community and make sure that their needs were met. He ministered to the needs of others. He gave counsel and it was, was wise counsel that he offered. He, he was warm in meeting the needs of those who were around him. And we look at his life, not just that he was successful, not just that he had great resources and that he had a wonderful family and everything was going his way in life, but he returned those blessings to others. He was faithful in serving the Lord. He was committed in helping others. It, we describe his moral life. It talks about his commitment and faithfulness in his marriage, and his marriage relationship. And talks about the fact that he would not allow himself to be tempted or to be lured by any other woman or anything else in his life. And we look at his character and we begin to recognize and realize that oftentimes in life when everything is going our way, when we are, are blessed and we have plenty of finances and plenty of resources and, and our health is good and everything is going wonderful, we have a tendency to forget about God. We have a tendency to put our faith in how good things are going. We have a tendency to put our faith in how blessed life is right now. And so we have a tendency to kind of lighten up on, on God. 
have a tendency to, to kind of go, well, you know, everything's going smooth, everything's good, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need the, the Lord so much, I don't need to be in the Word so much, I don't need, you know, all of a sudden, because everything's going great. Well, I don't need Him except for when things are going bad. And that's a tendency, a natural tendency that we have, but not in the life of Job. Job was faithful. Job was committed. He continued to minister to others and meet the needs of others. He continued to be generous to others and kind to others. He continued to give counsel and encouragement to others. He helped the widow. He helped the orphan. He encouraged the blind. He, he worked with the lame. All of these things are things that he did while his life was blessed beyond measure. Here's what I want you to understand today. Is that our character is revealed in how we have a relationship with the Lord in the midst of the abundance and blessing. When things are going well, do we remain faithful and obedient to the Lord? Or do we allow ourselves, when things are going well, when blessings are coming, is to kind of relax in our relationship with the Lord. Everything's all right. Everything's wonderful. Everything's okay. And so we, we kind of back off and we think that, that I, I don't have to be as diligent. I don't have to, to work as hard for that relationship. I don't have to be as faithful because everything's okay in my life. That's character. Character is when we remain faithful and obedient to God and we strive still for that relationship with Him even when everything is going wonderful and there are blessings in life. Now, without a doubt, we know that Job faced a lot of adversity. We know that there were challenges in his life. And the whole book of Job is about that. So we can't go, well, look at this or look at that. It's the whole book of Job. But here's the second thing I want us to see today. Maturity comes when we exercise our faith in times of adversity. Maturity comes when we exercise our faith in the face of adversity, times of adversity. So we look at Job, and we know the story. We don't have to read all of the different things that took place. We know that the first thing that happened is, is that he lost every one of his children. That there was a great calamity, there was a great tragedy, and that he lost every one of his children. The second thing we know is, is that he began to lose his possessions. His, his animals and his servants and all of the possessions that he had, one by one, little by little, they began to disappear. All of a sudden, we know that everything in Job's life was turned upside down. That, that there wasn't the blessings, there wasn't the, the large, healthy, and happy family, that, that he didn't have his possessions any longer. In fact, we know that he reached a point that he had his wife and he had three friends. Even his health began to deteriorate, and, and he had boils all over his body. And, and life was as, as miserable as life could get. Don said a moment ago when we were praying and thinking about individuals and their struggles, when you think you have problems, right? You think you got it bad. Look at Job. Job had it bad. Job had some real struggles in his life. He had, had some difficulties that were heartbreaking. Think about losing every one of your children in one moment. All gone. Ten children. His sons and his daughters, all gone. 
Think about losing all of your possessions. Everything that you've worked for, everything that, that you've applied yourself toward, it's all gone. All of your servants, all of your animals, all of your possessions, everything is gone. Think about reaching the point that you begin to lose your health. That you began to have health struggles and health difficulties. And there are things that are going on in your life that you, you've never dealt with before. This is where we find Job in the book of Job. A man of character. A man who when there were blessings in his life and everything was going the way that it should, he remained faithful and obedient to God and, and he would strive to maintain that relationship with the Lord. But suddenly everything turned south for him. Everything began to become devastating for him. And his life was, was attacked from every standpoint, from every direction, from every means possible that we would understand that there's something to hold on to in life. It was attacked for Job. And yet the Scripture tells us that he remained faithful and obedient to the Lord. Character is how we respond with our faith when there's blessings in life. Maturity comes in how we respond with our faith when we face the challenges of life. We have an opportunity to grow. We have an opportunity to mature. We have an opportunity to develop. And that character that was present when there were all the blessings and everything was wonderful carries us into the maturity that we can experience and encounter when we go through the difficulties and challenges in life. At one point, the one person on this earth that he had placed his heart and love and commitment to and faithfulness to looked at him and said, Why are you so stinking stubborn? Any you guys ever heard that from your wife? <laughs> I know I have. <laughs> I know I have. Why are you so stubborn, she says. Just curse God and be done with this. What did Job say? Job said, not a chance. Not a chance. If I wouldn't curse him when I was blessed, I'm not going to curse him now. Job was growing. He was maturing. All of the things that we've already seen about him. Greatest man in the East. The Lord said he was the greatest man on earth. He looked at him and said, have you considered my servant Job? Satan says, oh yeah, he's all yours because everything's wonderful in his life. He's all yours because you've blessed him beyond measure. He said, you just give me a little bit of that and you let me have a little bit of adversity in his life and you'll see what happens to him. He'll turn on you in a second. Job didn't do it. Because his character stood firm and he was maturing in his faith and his relationship with the Lord. An opportunity presented itself for Job to grow. Go with me if you would. You, you don't have to stay there in Job. We'll come back, but you don't have to stay there. Go with me if you would over the book of Romans. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, there is a passage of Scripture that, that gives us some uh, instruction, encouragement, direction in regards to this situation in Job's life. Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. says this, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith 
into this grace in which we stand and we exalt in hope of the glory of God. And not only through this, but we also exalt in our tribulations. Here we are. We also are thankful for our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance and perseverance proven character and proven character hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. The author of Romans writes and he says, listen, don't just be thankful for the blessings in life. Be thankful for the tribulations. If we remain faithful in the blessings of life, that's character. But if we remain faithful in the, 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 the tribulations and the challenges and difficulties of life, he said, then that's when we mature. That's where we grow. Perseverance, and it leads to hope. And he said, your hope will never disappoint. Keep hoping in the Lord. Keep trusting in the Lord. Keep believing in the Lord. Keep being faithful to Him. And he says, it will not disappoint. The hope that we have in Him and the maturity that develops as we grow. And we know the rest of the story, right? As Paul Harvey would say years ago, we know the rest of the story. That because of Job's faithfulness, the Scripture says that he was blessed many times over. And his, his family was, was not, not the same children, but his family was restored to health. His possessions were restored. He was restored all of that was restored. Why? Because he was so stubborn that he would not give up on his God. And he grew and he matured and he developed in the midst of that. God desires to bless us. But he desires us to have character in the blessing. And he desires us to mature in the tribulations. And as we grow and we develop, God can bless our lives beyond measure. That's the story of Job. A lesson for us to learn. Listen, there have been great times. There have been wonderful blessings in our life throughout the history of this nation. Folks, as Don said, we're facing some tribulation. We're facing some struggles and difficult times and challenges in the world in which we live today. This is where the maturity comes from. This is where we grow. This is where we develop. This is where we mature. It's an old song has a great message. It says this, When peace, like the river, attendeth my way, when sorrows, like sea billows, roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, listen to that, Satan attacked Job, though Satan should buffet, Though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed His own blood for my soul. It is well with my soul. This morning, if you have a decision in your heart, if you have a need in your life, we're going to offer an invitation Him. It's a time for us to look at our lives and make decisions based upon where we are. Maybe God's blessing your life right now and He's blessed it like never before, but you haven't, haven't remained true and faithful as you should and you need to develop that character a little bit. 
Perhaps you're going through some trials and tribulations and, and you've been looking at God and wondering why and, 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 and just can't fully understand or grasp what's happening in your life right now. And, and maybe you need to stop and go, you know what? God's given me an opportunity to mature and grow in my relationship with Him. Whatever need is in your life right now, if there's a decision on your heart, we invite you to come as we stand and we sing.